This is the only podcast that gives you a 20-minute guarantee. Give us 20 minutes of your life, and if you're not completely satisfied, you'll you'll get get your your minutes minutes back. back. No No questions questions asked. asked. It's a Minor Detail Podcast. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're going to rock around the clock tonight. The amazing Bill Haley and the Comets. And rock around the clock. Here at the top of the podcast, we play that because it was, get this, 66 years ago today, that song was number one. 66 years ago. It outdates me. Bill Haley in the comments. Stayed there for eight weeks at number one. Became one of the biggest selling singles of all time. You know the amazing thing about that, too? Of course, it was a theme from Happy Days. And you never see it on the list. And the list comes out of the best TV theme songs of all time. You never see rock around the clock. But, I mean, how do you get much better than that, right? Crazy. Bill Haley in the comments from Rock Around the Clock, number one on this day in 1955. All right, welcome, everybody. It's a Minor Detail Podcast. It is Friday, July 9th. It is my brother Bo's birthday today. I have two great brothers. This is my brother who's four years older than me, and it's his birthday today. And he's been quite the rock for me over the years. Now, was I terrorized as a kid by... He and my brother, Steve, absolutely. But it's just uh, this is one of those things. That comes with the territory, right? But uh, it's great that uh, he has a birthday today, and I wish him a, a very happy birthday today. Now, I woke up this morning, and I started thinking about last weekend and all the problems we had in the country last weekend. You know, we had that terrible weekend of violence in our country. So many people were shot. And I thought... Maybe from this microphone, I can will the country to have a good weekend by doing nothing but just doing good news today. So today on the podcast, nothing but just good news. This is going to be the most positive podcast you've ever heard in your life. All right, so let's start in Greer, South Carolina. South Carolina woman sitting pretty in her new larger wheelchair, thanks to her local police department. This is a great story. She's 101 years old. She called 911 yesterday and disconnected with the dispatchers after yelling. Okay, she was yelling, not yelling mad, but yelling out in pain. So officers said they went to the home for what they thought was going to be a disturbance, only to find the woman in desperate need of a larger wheelchair. They said her legs were swelling terribly and she was in pain. So after a few phone calls, a generous citizen donated a larger chair and it was presented to her. As she sat down, she began talking about how much better she felt. And again, it was presented to her by her local police department. Yeah, let's defund them. Okay, now wait a minute. That wasn't negative, I'm just saying. So, there's that. Now, let's, uh, let's go to Jonesboro. This is just uh, an awesome story, if you haven't heard it. A police officer here in Jonesboro, Arkansas had to pull somebody over because they had a suspended license and they uh, were driving with a warrant. Well, they noticed the driver was on his way to deliver a DoorDash delivery, but police officer was not going to let the person go hungry. So he made the extra effort and he delivered the food himself. (laughs) It's just a great story. Body cam video shared by the Jonesboro Police Department shows an officer walking up to home and knocking on the door. An unidentified man answered the door, and the officer is heard asking if someone named Sherry was at that residence. 
The man then asked the officer if they wanted to speak to a woman inside who appeared to be sitting in a chair in another room. Well, the officer peered inside and told the woman that she didn't need to get up. However, he did inform her that her food delivery driver had been arrested and he was just completing the delivery. He said, you're Sherry? All right, your DoorDash guy got arrested, so I brought your food to you. She said, all right, thank you, you're awesome. The delivery driver, who's identified as 22-year-old Justin Gist, arrested for not having a valid car insurance and for driving on a suspended license, also had a warrant for his arrest. According to DoorDash's website, all dashers, as they're called, undergo a background check through Checker. That's a third-party provider which checks into an applicant's motor vehicle history report and criminal history. Apparently, I didn't quite check well enough on that one, but still, going above and beyond. That's what that police officer in Jonesboro did. What a great story. Here's another great story. The Tulsa Drillers are going to salute a lot of those people in Oklahoma who are fans of a sport called noodling. Now, I have friends that do this. There's no way I could ever do it. You remember Tess Monty? She was on our podcast. She was the one that covered our uh, story about the uh, the missing boy down here in Eufaula. We had her on Channel 6. She's fantastic. She's big into noodling, but I, I, can't, I can't do it. That's where you go and you stick your hand up in these big holes underwater, and by hand you pull out these giant catfish. Well, the Tulsa drillers are going to salute noodlers by changing their names officially for one weekend this summer. August 12th through the 15th, they're going to become the Tulsa Noodlers, complete with new uniforms, and these uniforms are awesome. I'm telling you, they're going to sell a bunch of these uniform tops. Awesome. They're playing Wichita that weekend, the 12th through the 15th of August, and it pays homage to noodling. It's dark roll blue, lime green, with a bite back logo showing a catfish with someone's feet hanging out of its mouth. It's just fantastic. So the Tulsa Noodlers are going to be playing at uh, One Oak Field in Tulsa coming up in August. All right, here's another great story also out of Tulsa. You may have heard about this. A Tulsa boy had his landscaping equipment stolen. His name was Anthony Villavicino. And Tulsa people jumped in, and in less than 24 hours, they helped him replace all of his landscaping business equipment. They stole $2,000 worth of his equipment. Uh, You know, one guy donated money, another guy donated equipment, a woman donated equipment. All these people start donating equipment, and the next thing you know, Anthony has all of his equipment back for his landscaping business. Again, nothing but good news today here on the podcast. So we know the 2020-2021 school year, particularly challenging one for children. In addition to assimilating to virtual learning and increased isolation and loneliness their high school experiences were gone like attending football games all that was eliminated but one canadian teacher has refused to allow one super memorable moment to fall to the wayside and that's walking across the stage to get a diploma this is a great story ray gallet who teaches physical and ray gallet who teaches health and physical education at central algoma secondary school drove nearly 250 miles with his portable stage that he built himself to physically hand 72 seniors their diplomas this week. He said, we started one day, we finished later that night, 12 hours. We started again the next morning. Our first delivery was at 9 a.m. The last one finished at 7.30. 
Now, Gallet's daughter, Sadie, who's a senior, inspired the touching gesture. Initially, the teachers at the school were going to split the job and deliver diplomas, but Sadie wondered if her father could hand her and a friend's diplomas at a nearby outdoor stage. That's when he said, what if I just build a stage and I'll take that to every kid so they can walk across and get their diploma? Absolutely amazing. One TikTok video with more than 1.5 million views shows a senior walking across that portable stage to get her diploma before Gallet disassembles it to head off to the next student's home. Absolutely amazing. All right, a man in Florida discovered he'd won a million dollars on a Powerball ticket that he found while he was cleaning his house on the 4th of July weekend. Florida Lottery announced yesterday that Kenneth Morgan of Jacksonville claimed the $1 million prize from the Powerball drawing, which was held back in April. He'd had this ticket since April. The winning ticket matched all five of the white ball numbers, but didn't match the Powerball number. He purchased the ticket from a Publix grocery store in Jacksonville, cleaned out the junk drawer, became a millionaire. That's just awesome. Well, whether she's dribbling a basketball or identifying obscure Latin or Greek roots, Zayla Avant-Garde doesn't show much stress. The 14-year-old from Harvey, Louisiana, is the new Scripps National Spelling Bee winner. Won that last night, and she became the first African-American winner and only the second black champion in the Bee's 96-year history. Zayla has described spelling as a side hobby, Routinely practiced for seven hours a day. She's a basketball prodigy. Hopes to play someday in the WNBA. Holds three Guinness World Records for dribbling multiple balls simultaneously. Only one word really gave her any trouble. That was Napita, a genus of old world mints. And that's N-E-P-E-T-A, by the way. A 12-year-old from Frisco, Texas, named Chiatra Trumala, was the runner-up. The only previous black winner of the B was Jody Ann Maxwell of Jamaica in 1998. Zayla also breaks a streak dating back to 2008, during which at least one champion or co-champion was of South Asian descent. So congratulations to Zayla Avant-Garde. She is a new spelling B champion. That's awesome. And finally, if you live in Arkansas, this is great news. The Arkansas State Fair is coming back this year after it was wiped out last year. COVID-19 pandemic forced many events and concerts to be postponed. This year, the fair will be back for its full 10 days. It'll be October 15th through the 24th. Uh, Visitors will return to the state fairgrounds for rides, games, and what's being called an enhanced food court. Uh, General Manager Doug White said the fair will return in all of its glory and keep COVID-19 safety protocols in mind. The fair is Arkansas's largest attraction, draws an average of about 430,000 visitors each year. Now, this adds to the Tulsa State Fair, the State Fair of Oklahoma, and the State Fair of Texas, who have also announced they will be back this fall. That's awesome. That's good news. And let's make it a great weekend. You guys have a great rest of your Friday. Tomorrow, we've got the spinning class as we pay tribute to Tesla. That's right. Not the car, but the inventor. Tomorrow, Tesla's birthday, and we're going to have all songs dealing with electricity and power and charging up. I think you're going to love it. We'll drop that tomorrow at noon. Have a great Friday. We'll see you here tomorrow for the spinning class. Jess, tell everybody where they can find us. 
Well, that's a wrap. Reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. Questions and comments? Email us, minordetailpodcast at gmail.com. Want to get a hold of us? Need to let us know something? We want to know about it. Hit up our 24-hour hotline, 479-388-1638. That's 479-388-1638. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and more. A Minor Detail Podcast, copyright 2020, the Radio Voice Productions, LLC. I'm Jess, and I'm out.